Hello there, and welcome to episode number 11 of the Book More Jewish Weddings podcast with Pat Blackwell. Today, our Jewish wedding word of the week is kippah. You know those little caps that Jewish people wear on their heads? Well, those are called kippahs. But today we're going to learn what that kippah and your business have in common. Congratulations. After listening to this podcast, you'll be one more word closer to booking more Jewish clients. Now, let's grow your business. As a Catholic farm girl in Minnesota, I certainly never expected to ever be the Jewish party maven. But 4,400 parties and 26 years later, I am indeed an expert at Jewish parties. I am fiercely committed to helping the best vendors book more parties in this amazing, lucrative, and incredibly loyal Jewish party market. Let's go! This week's podcast is one called the Jewish Wedding Word of the Week. So, raise your hand if you speak Jewish. Oh, come on now. If you've been listening to this podcast, then you know by now there is no language that's the Jewish language. There is Hebrew, which is spoken by most of Israel, and there is Yiddish, a language that was spoken by Jewish people throughout Europe over history. This week's podcast word of the week is kippah. In Hebrew, a head covering is called a kippah. In Yiddish, that head covering is called a yarmulke. So, as usual, we'll do this the Jewish party maven way. Step one, we will say it. Step two, we will see it. Step three, we will save it in your brain by using it. All right, like I said, this week's word is kippah. Step one, say it with me. Kippa. Kippa. Every time I do a podcast and I get to this part, I think about my DJ friends and how they say, I can't hear you. Say it again. Louder. Kippa. You are doing great. So what does kippa mean? Well, literally, kippa means head covering or skull cap. The plural of kippa is kippot, but many people say kippas. It all works. This is one of those, another one of those words that has lots of spellings. But the most common is K like kitten, I, P like party, P like party, A, H like Harry. Some people spell it with just one P. Others spell it with an H on the end or without an H on the end. No matter how it's spelled, it's generally agreed that it's pronounced kipa. You're going to have to trust me that spelling kipa is a whole lot easier than spelling yarmulke. But they mean the same thing. A yarmulke is what Adam Sandler uses when he needs a rhyme for Hanukkah or harmonica. <laughs> Step two, let's see it. Now you know how to say it. I told you we would say it, see it, and save it in your brain. So now it's time to see it, even on a podcast. Have you ever played those memory games where you visualize something so you can remember it later? Stay with me here. Visualization works best when you visualize objects that have personal meaning to you. But here on this podcast, I'll give you the cues. So picture this. Clear your brain and picture this. If you keep a, that little hat on your head, it will help you keep a, your head in the game. So from now on, when you see a keep a, you will think of how important it is to keep a, your head in the game. Now, step three. 
Let's save it in your brain by using it. A kippah is technically a small, brimless cap worn by Jewish people, especially men. Some women wear kippot, but most don't. Some women cover their head with a scarf or a hat. Others use a lace doily. In the Orthodox Jewish community, there's a tradition that the head should be covered at all times. This symbolizes a sign of respect for God, and it separates God from humans. Reformed Jews treat the head covering as optional, but many Reformed Jews still choose to wear a head covering for prayer or when they're in the sanctuary or at ceremonial like weddings and bar mitzvahs and that sort of thing. In Israel, the type of kippah one wears tells a lot about their religious beliefs, but it also sometimes even tells about their political beliefs. Different sects have different types of kippah. Kippot can be made out of any material, velvet, silk, leather, or even crocheted. Many of my clients have their grandmother crocheting kippahs for years and years before their wedding. Many Jewish people get custom-printed kippot for their simcha, their special occasion. But bar and bat mitzvahs, for bar and bat mitzvahs, it's common to have custom kippot printed for your guest with the child's name inside. At weddings, it's common to have kippot printed with the names of the new couple and the date. <laughs> Although after COVID, many couples are choosing to just stick with their names and no dates. As a vendor, should you be wearing a kippot? A kippah? Among the conservative or Orthodox Jewish world, that answer is definitely yes for men, not necessarily for women. It is seen as a sign of respect. In the Jewish world, kippot are not required, but certainly not discouraged. Again, it is seen as a sign of respect for their customs. So, now that you know all about kippahs in the Jewish wedding world, let's talk about how. That can be helpful in your business. I said it's important to keep your head in the game. To keep your mind focused on the things that are important to you and to your business. Being an entrepreneur is difficult. If it were easy, everybody would do it. So now I have a quote for you from Dennis Waitley who says, The winners in life constantly think in terms of, I can, I will. I am. Losers, on the other hand, concentrate their waking thoughts on what they should have done or would have done or what they can't do. Let that sink in for a little while. The winners in life think in terms of I can, I will, I am. Losers concentrate on I should have, I would have. Well, I'm not going to do that. So, keep a, your head in the game. Keep a positive mindset. Someone once said, you shouldn't go shouldn't all over yourself. Think about what you can do. You can be confident and strong. You've got this. But if you don't think of yourself as confident and strong, then act as if you are. I don't mean fake it. I mean shift your mindset. If you are in a rush, tell yourself, yourself, to act as if you are someone with patience. If you want to be more humble, then act as if you are a humble person. If you want to be trustworthy, then act as if you are someone who has earned their trust, someone who keeps their word, someone who does what they promise. If you act as if 
you are the person you want to be, soon you will indeed be the kind of person you aspire to be. Keep a growing. Look at you. You showed up today listening to this podcast. Thank you. You're one step closer to booking your new Jewish clients. Keep a striving to be the best you can. Keep a setting new goals. This can either be one day or this can be day one. That part's up to you. Keep a, your customers in mind. Great customer service is alive and well, and more important than ever. Keep a track of your time. We all have the same 24 hours in a day. How can you make the most of your minutes? My business coach encourages us to block out our calendar in 15-minute increments, not one-hour increments. It's amazing how much you can accomplish if you have the mindset that you can get this done in 15 minutes. Get to it. Keep in touch with your clients and your vendors. Social media is either loved or hated, but either way, it's probably not going away. So get good at it. Social media can be a vital tool for your business. We're in the business of celebrations, so it's easy for most of us to have these amazing images for social media. Use that. Support each other. Tag each other. Spread those good vibes. For the last 26 years, I have managed weddings and bar and bat mitzvahs all over Metro Detroit as the Red Coat Lady. I'm fortunate that I get to work with some of the best vendors in this area. But it's been a difficult year, and some of those vendors are not going to make it through this crazy COVID storm. Even in normal times, 20% of businesses fail in their first year. 50% of businesses fail by their fifth year. And 70% of businesses fail before they ever reach 10 years. I want to be here to support you and your business. I want to see your business grow and thrive. So keep a, your head in the game. Imagine this phone call. Hello, my daughter's getting married this summer and we're looking for a venue. We need a room for the ketubah signing and the bedeckin before the ceremony. Do you have a special spot for the yakud? How do you respond to that call? Are you shaking and wondering what the heck this lady is talking about? Are you saying, hey, I got this? If you've got this, then good for you. But if not, what can you do about it? Who you gonna call, as the Ghostbusters say? Will you ask your client? Pooh, sure not likely. Will you call the local rabbi and ask him? But definitely not likely. Well, here I am, the Jewish party maven to the rescue. As a red coat lady, I spend a lot of time training vendors about the customs and traditions so important to my Jewish clients. With no parties this year, I've spent my time creating the Jewish party maven. We are training vendors about these traditions that are so important to our clients. There are over 71,000 Jewish people in the Detroit metro area. About 58% of those will marry someone outside of their faith. Jewish weddings spend an average of 20% more than other weddings. Do you want some of that business? Well, if you do, and I sincerely hope you do, then you'd better start learning what's important to those future clients. Yes, I said it. 
future clients. Don't worry, I'll be with you every step of the way. Are you a party planner, a DJ, a photographer, a caterer? Do you dream of breaking into this lucrative market? Then you're in the right place. You can join me here every week as we learn traditions and vocabulary, but we'll also cover some general business strategies. We'll be talking to influencers, vendors, clients, and more. By joining me, you'll learn a bunch of new words that you can use when you're booking your new Jewish clients. All right, let's get back to this word this week. Like I said, this week's word is kippah. So let's review. Say it. Kippah. See it. Kippah, that skull cap on your head, and kippah, your head, in the game. Save it in your brain. Kippah, the right mindset. Kippah, growing. Kippah, learning. Kippah, your priorities straight. Woohoo! You've got this! Just click the link in the show notes or go to jewishpartymaven.com. We've got a cheat sheet for you with the 12 Jewish wedding words that are most common. If you'd like to learn more, follow me on Facebook or Instagram at the Jewish Party Maven. Join me every week and you'll be closer to booking your next Jewish party. Cha-ching! Thanks for listening.